0: And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the plague week 15 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian, actress, and podcaster who you've seen in Parks and Recreation, Silicon Valley, and Inside Llewellyn Davis. It's Helen Hong. And she's a comedian who was mentioned as one of the brightest new stars on the Foot Network. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here, drinking water with one hand. Folks, one hand. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying continue to keep your distance, please. I don't need your COVID all up in my business. It's Allison Rosen. Allison.
1: Little pretzel pigs in a blanket. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen's junior best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! Patreon by Carlos Alfaro and Patreon is the only place where you can see the video of us recording this and we just did some dancing to the theme song and Jackie Johnson, who showed her foot last week and made it onto wiki feet, this time took her pants off and I almost saw a wiki crotch. Ooh. I didn't though. Best i was careful i'm a lady
2: i'm a lady okay i'm doing my best but yes i am pantsless Woo-hoo! that's just for
1: patreon
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> jackie just point to tony for you to play that wait sorry do it again jackie <sighs> it us, what it's i'm just, typing every time i know what you is know it what tony <laughs> stay, you need to stay on it you know
2: me hey. always have the finger on that button honey <laughs> I was just going to say, if you want to see me take off my pants, you got to go to Allison's Patreon.
1: Patreon. There we go. (laughs) Very excited for this group of people. Jackie Johnson, who you've already heard is pantsless. Hello and welcome. Thank you. I'm so
2: excited to talk to y'all, catch up. There's lots to discuss as usual. I
1: know. Daniel, my husband, beforehand was like, is she back here? And I said, no, she's not, but I think she's coming back soon. So we'll get into all of that. Tony, hello.
0: Hello. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there, doing the best I I can.
1: I saw you raised some money for uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. By by auctioning off your Motion City soundtrack stuff.
0: Yeah, I had a bunch of, I've saved a lot of stuff over the years, and I uh, had some extras or some things, so I put them on eBay, and uh, all that stuff ended, and yeah, I raised uh, about $1,400, so. That's wow. cool. Yeah.
1: Do you remember, wait, wait, I'm going to introduce Helen, and then I got to explain what happened with the Allison Rosen memorabilia auction that I was not doing myself, but I did buy some tickets for. Helen Hong, hello, welcome. First time guest, you guys. Oh I, my God, first met her when i was a guest on go fact yourself the trivia mm-hmm. podcast that she ju- does with j keith van stratten mhm i got his name right right that's right mhm it's j. such keith van a um,
3: such a it's such a name it is it is but it's not as good as the name of our podcast which is go fact yourself i like that too which very you know much. i mean you can say it with as, as much emphasis as you need to at the moment you know what you can go fact Yourself, Isn't it, I is had, that refreshing? It is. <laughs> I, sometimes I just
1: like to say "Go fuck yourself," though. <laughs> but yours is more family friendly. That's and fair. I had the pleasure of meeting the woman who sings or who sang the Facts of Life theme song
3: when that I was guest. That was guests. actually a really great episode, that and was really I fun. too was really giddy to meet her. And she sang a little bit of it. She did, and it she was, was amazing. So great. She's um, um, what's his name? Thick's mother. Yeah, Robin, Robin
0: Thick. Thick's mother. Yeah. yeah,
1: she's married to Alan Thick,
0: who wrote the song. Oh, crazy!
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that wow? I mean, Gloria is
2: family. <laughs>
1: uh, and then you're also a frequent guest on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yes, and you uh, were on Silicon Valley and tons of other stuff. Thank you. Yes, and I mentioned in my Patreon. 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 <laughs> You were coming on the show, I told them which who, which guests we're going to be on, and more than one person was excited about you <gasps> yeah and of course, they're excited about you, Jackie, Tony, they don't really care about they're you. they're
0: sick of me
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because of the it's because of the delay every time someone says patreon patreon. patreon. <laughs> Tony, see, you're, not, you're just... Tony! Tony, you're asleep at the button. There, you know, you're and then there's also, at the button.
0: There's also the lag with Zoom. We're going to blame it on the lag.
3: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Tony. I got to say, though, the fact that you guys have, like, these catchy, fun... Th- the catchy, fun theme song and the sound effects, like, you are a well-oiled machine already.
1: I love you so much. Thank yeah. you.
3: Yeah, i I'm so just
1: To really set the scene, again, the people on Patreon... Patreon! Patreon. (laughs) Know this. But for those just listening, Helen is doing what a lot of people have been forced to do right now, which is record in a closet. Because that is where the best acoustics are. Because you're surrounded by fabric. But also, your phone, which you're recording yourself on, is set on a professional perch of toilet paper.
3: That's right. (laughs) That's right. And not only... Is it toilet paper, Allison Rosen? But I will have you know, it is Spanish language toilet paper. Oh wow! That um, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right now. Oh, I gotta move the uh, the sounds not gonna be good. But That's okay. It's worth at, it for this visual. Check, I mean, check, because as you know, there no, we could we had a hard time getting toilet paper there the for a while, yeah. and so I had to resort to Spanish language toilet paper is the only toilet paper I could find, and I'm learning Spanish now. Um, for instance. Uh, cuatro lo- rolos de papel hygienico. That's four, four rolls. Four rolls of toilet and paper. that
2: is where is the library?
3: <laughs> that's right. That's right. And yes. then, uh, as you can see, it's mega jumbo, which I it think looks- means. I think it means mega jumbo. I think that's what that, that means. It sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the corner, it says manzanilla, which I feel like
1: means apple, but that makes no sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a- aroma Manzanillo? manzanilla. Manzanilla. Yeah.
3: Guess, Is it what, apple guess what it means. To- it's not apple. Um, to t- uh, t- t- take another guess. Well, there's a flower there. So I'm going to say if you sunflower. were if you were going to scent your toilet paper, what scent would you choose?
2: Piss.
1: <laughs>
0: I like, guess f- oh, like Good fresh guess.
3: window scent or something. Manzanilla is Spanish for chamomile. Oh. It's chamomile flavor, lovely. which is a problem for me because my butthole prefers Earl Grey. <laughs> because, so.
1: I have an issue with scented hygienicos. <laughs> uh, I don't like a scented tampon and I don't like I've never even heard of scented toilet paper. Yeah, I say, I didn't In fact,
0: that thing.
3: no, yeah, I know if you buy Spanish language toilet paper, it is a thing. All right, it's a thing. Yeah,
2: is it? it I don't like that. That no. seems very like UTI-ish to me.
3: Yeah, Same. Uh, but you know what? Beggars can't be choosers, and uh, there was a there was a period where there was no Sharman, there was no Mm-mm. Scott, there was no there was no Angel Soft or whatever. This was it. This was the the Manzanilla Mega Jumbo Papel Hygienico is what there was, and so it looks pretty good you had
1: though. To adapt, I I, I, ju- I did, yeah. Like, it looked like, aside from the chamomile fact, I would be okay wiping myself with that. That is not, to me, you're not really depriving yourself because that looks thick and fluffy.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I haven't opened this package because I just, I think I'm going to save it forever because, like, just, it'll remind me of these corona times and it'll remind me when I was this close to wiping my butt with chamomile. Chamomile. I kind of can't believe that they aren't a sponsor given the extensive, extensive
1: plug we've given them so i mentioned at the end of last week's episode i believe that rafael castaneda who's been a longtime super fan uh wanted to raise some money for black lives matter and i I think he's underemployed right now. And he's like, what can I do? I know what I can do. I can raffle off some Allison Rosen is your new best friend memorabilia that I've collected over the years. And I was like, what a selfless idea. And also, why are you trying to get rid of stuff that I thought was important to you that it relates to me? <laughs> so one of the things he one of the one of the T-shirts that I sell, he created the design for that. And he had the and initially he had. Made it for like other super fans of the show and they all had them and I saw them and I said, Those are amazing. I more people want them. Why don't we sell those? But (gasps) so anyway, he has the original screen in a frame and so that was one of the items. And I was like, I want that. So I instead of doing an auction, which I think would have really told everyone the value of these items, he just he did wrap like you. $5 $5 raffle tickets and you can buy a bunch oh. um, which I think is probably, probably better for um, for my ego at least even though this did not have anything to do with my ego but anyway I bought a bunch of them because I was like I want that screen and I even mentioned that I wanted the screen do you guys want to know what I actually won?
3: Boy do we <laughs> <laughs> I, I believed it I I'm, 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 I'm at the edge of my little stool in my closet I'm at the very edge
1: I want a headshot, a headshot of myself signed by me. (laughs) No. Yes. Can you believe this? No way. Of all the shitty things to win. That's hilarious. But here's the best part. And I don't know that this is ethically sound. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But the guy who won, the guy, his name is Scott. He won the screen print. He wants to send it to me. And to have me, hang. he wants to donate it to the pod cabin, which is oh. what I call my studio, so that everyone can enjoy it. And I, and I was like, Are you sure? Because you won it fair and square. And he said, I'm sure. And I said, Okay, then I insist that you receive this headshot <laughs> to make up for it. So, all's right in the world. It really worked out for me, and it was for a good cause. Nice. Wow, nice sound
3: effect there. You're it's right not behind.
1: a sound effect. I keep a tiny audience. Under the table. They're all wearing tiny masks. Are they so, wearing
3: pants, though?
1: They took them all off when Jackie did. Just like Jackie. Just like Jackie, yeah. yeah. So, Jackie, how's it going? What's, what's the latest?
2: Oh, my goodness. I have so much we could talk about. We could talk about the conversation I had with a rabbi today. We could <laughs> talk about the fact that Chooch was in the ER all day yesterday from eating sand. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh no.
1: Let's talk about we can both talk of about- those. But okay. is this an
2: exclusive? Yes, it sure is.
1: Tony Thaxton. That's what we play when we play a Jackie Johnson exclusive. Wow. It, just, it just makes sense.
2: <laughs> wow. All right, let's have it. Uh, okay, I mean, uh, okay. I can mean, so, so
3: ER, yeah. So Helen, okay. uh, Helen has a dog, right? You have a big dog. I do, I do. I have a husky German Shepherd mix. His name oh, is Dodger. Big baby, yeah, big baby. And he is, uh, he's part of the reason why I'm in the closet right now because mm. otherwise he would be all up in my face, being like, "Bitch, when are we going to the park? Like, what yeah. is going on right now?" <laughs> Um, But he is, oh my God, talk about amazing stroke of luck and timing. I got him in December, two months before coronavirus, like the world hit. And it's been the most amazing. I've never had a dog before. I mean, I'd fostered a bunch of dogs, but he's like my first official dog. That is my dog. And I got him right before the lockdown. And so he doesn't know a time when we're not together 24-7. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how Tony is with his dog.
0: Yep. Yeah, I got my dog a couple days into the quarantine. So,
3: oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we're lucky because they're out of dogs now.
0: That's what I hear. Yeah, is that still the case? I knew that they uh, went quickly there They've for a bit. they
3: solved the dog
0: population yeah. problem.
3: They're also apparently
1: out of chickens. Should you want to buy a chicken? You can't, and I don't mean to eat. I mean to have your own chickens. So anyway, every, so we got two big dog people. I have a small to medium-sized dog. She's still has like two pounds to lose, but she's supposed to be small to medium. And then Jackie has a tiny little dog named Chooch, which is a perfect name. So oh. what happened to Chooch?
2: Yes, Chooch weighs six pounds. Uh, so on Father's Day, we took Chooch to the beach. I'm in Delaware uh, on the beach. And we were throwing toys and she was having, she loves the beach. Chooch has been a beach dog her whole life. (laughs) And we were, we ran into a friend um, of my fiance's that he went to high school with and we socially distanced and talked to her for a little while. And she was like, oh my gosh, one time my dog ate sand and it's, I, she spent two nights in the ER and it cost me all this money. And because if they eat sand, it can like clog their GI tract. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. Again, Chooch has been to the beach a million times. And then that night she started throwing up and sand was in her throw up. And I was just like, Oh, she must've eaten some on accident when we were throwing the toy, you know, cause she'd pick it up in the sand. Right. So then she throws up all night. Oh, then geez. she tries to poop and literally sand is clogging her butthole. Mm-hmm. Oh. Her butthole was full of straight sand. Like no what? poop, just straight sand was shooting out of her butthole. What?
1: Oh my God. Like dusty, dusty poop. Yes. Like
2: no sand. It was literally <laughs> sand. And, then I Googled it, and then we texted his friend, and she was, she was like, get her to the emergency room. <gasps> so we get her to the emergency room. She starts going like, this is a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> she starts going like this.
1: Oh, no, like, like a wobbly drunk.
2: Yeah, a wobbly drunk Chooch. And I was flipping out. I mean, <gasps> if anybody knows me, they know that Choochie is my everything. And I was like, oh, my God, you know. So anyway, we take Choochie <laughs> to the ER. And we never saw the doctor, but he sounded super hot. I never saw him because they do this thing now where they hand the dog off and you can't go in. But I talked uh, to him all day long and I was like, is he hot? And we did try to look him up and I could not find a photo of him. But
1: who's the uh, weed? She, because was like, was Ben agreeing that he sounded? Yeah. Hot? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. He agreed. I put him on speaker. He's like, yeah, he does sound hot. Um,
1: <laughs> but
2: Chooch had to get three sets of x-rays and three enemas. Oh, my um, God. And so they kept flushing out her GI tract to get all the sand out. And, you know, I've never had an enema, but I can't imagine having three in a day and weighing six pounds. Yikes. But luckily, she's going to be okay. We didn't have to do surgery. She didn't have to stay overnight, but it was Uh. a very scary day. But she's fine. Good. Um, But it's sad because I'm never going to bring her to the beach again. Oh, no. I'm too scared. I'm too scared.
1: But I don't understand, and I'm sure you also don't understand. If she's been to the beach a bunch of times, is it something specific about Delaware sand?
2: No, I think what it was, was we were throwing toys a long time. Like, we were on the beach for a few hours. And every time we'd throw the toy, she would pick it up. And I think every time she picked it up, sand would get in her mouth a little bit. And she weighs six pounds. So just a little bit of sand could really fuck her up. I think that's all it is. But I'm too scared now. I'm like, I can't bring you to the beach. That's just so crazy. You know, she's, she's a senior dog, unfortunately, now, and she's got to act like it. She can't be <laughs> gobbling up sand all day. Wow. That's just so you know? crazy
1: that um, you were talking to someone about that very thing, and then it happened to you.
2: Well, I'm saying if she hadn't said that, I probably would have thought nothing of it and probably not taken her to the vet, and she could have died. I mean, I've been, I was reading online, like, if you don't get them there within a certain amount of hours, they could die. Because <gasps> what? they're like be- Their intestine will die. Like their oh. intestine is blocked, and it will like change. it will it will essentially just shut down
1: the well, i'm Yikes. glad she's okay. wow. That's she 's okay that 's very scary, scary. Yeah.
2: it was terrifying, but this is what happens when you have a dog you know it 's like You got to, Helen, look out. You know, that's all I (laughs) got to say. Oh, my gosh. Tony, Helen,
3: look out. I'm Mm -hmm. with you. I'm with you. And it's so scary because they are like your children, and they can't speak and tell you what's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to figure it out. Like, I um, had uh, a moment where, oh, gosh, I've had so many moments with Dodger. Um, First of all, I'll tell a story that is uh, less scary than the the latest story about him, but... um, did you guys know that Huskies' penises are furry all the way? No. I did not no. know that. Which, if you think about it, makes sense. Because if you're a dog that lives in the Arctic... Yeah. Like, your dick better be covered up or your dick's going to freeze off.
1: <laughs> By the Nobody way, Nobody wants someone, a cold dick. There's someone listening who's like, I knew that! I knew that! And
3: that person <laughs> probably freaks me out if they don't have a Husky. <laughs> Like I did not know Dodgers, my first dog, and I did not know anything. I didn't really know that much about Huskies. And so when I got him, Wait, I Helen, was like, yes, you mean like the pink part that comes out? Is no. Hairy? Okay, no, I was gonna say I can't no. handle that today. No, I can't no, no, that. no, that would be some wild sex. Yeah. <laughs> that would be some wild husky sex. No, the pink lipstick part is still naked and lipsticky. But the the outside penis is furry, like to the point where there's like about a quarter inch of fur past the end of the penis. And so it just looks like a penis of fur. And, um, and the grossness of the fact that there's a quarter inch of fur at the end is that he pees on the fur there and then it gets crusty. So uh, my sister and I were talking about it and I was like, oh, we've been calling it his dick sock. (laughs) And she's like, you know what you need to do? You need to trim your child's dick sock. And so that was one of the things. That was Tuesday.
1: I think it's not just huskies that have that, though, because I remember Oliver, our dog before Wendy, also had like it was almost like an antenna of fur yeah mm-hmm. his little penis yeah did you need mm-hmm. to did you need to trim it yes but i never wanted to and everyone would always be like you should trim that and i'm like i don't want it to it's j- terrifying I don't know. Yeah. it's terrifying to but take a pair of, of very sharp
3: scissors right. to
1: your child's penis <laughs> yes <laughs> 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 I and mean, that's that's so true and i feel like also sometimes the fur would like invert and i'd have to kind of like pull it out Ooh. yeah this is a lot of dog dick talk wait what's yeah. the really scary story
3: Oh, so two weeks ago, um, Dodger is like having a moment and I don't know what's wrong with him. I take him for his morning walk. He's super sluggish and he's usually like loves his walk. So he's like, you know, keeping the pace and he's kind of, you know, he's like, come on, come on, let's go. Let's go faster. No, this day he was super sluggish. He was lagging behind. He sits down in the grass in the middle Mm. of the walk and I'm like, oh my God, he never does that. What's wrong with him? Then I go to hug him and he goes, oh. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God, something is really wrong. So I emergency call the vet. I'm like, I need to bring him in. I don't know what's wrong. I tried to hug him and he's and he whined and she's like, okay, bring him in. So my <laughs> Sorry, vet also has this new coronavirus policy where you don't even go in. Mm-hmm. They, You pull into a parking spot that's labeled with a number. You text a number, a phone number and go, I'm in spot number seven with Dodger. He's here for an emergency visit because I don't know what's wrong with him. Then they sent, send a vet tech out to your car space number. You don't get out of the car at all. They just open the door, pull the dog out, shut the door, and take the dog in. So you don't even get to see if your vet is hot either.
2: I was no. about to ask if your vet was hot or if you had any indication from the voice.
1: No, I know my vet personally,
3: and he's a friend. Are they hot? <laughs> um, I would say handsome. Yeah, mm. I'll take it. Yeah, I would say handsome. That's a diplomatic answer.
1: Jackie, I don't think we're going to want to have sex with this person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll find out if my guy looks good. I did try to find him on Google. I had no luck, but we'll see. My This vet I went to had uh, a, a page on their website of staff, and I was like, here we go, baby. Here we go. He's not on it. Oh, Damn. maybe he's, he's too so hot. hot for the website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right.
3: He's too hot. He makes the other ones look not hot. Right, so you got to be careful. The voice can really throw people off. It really can, because you know, I I do, you know, I work with a lot of people in radio, and it's surprising when you when you you have this image of what you think a person looks like based on their voice, and then you see them, and you're like, whoa, that is not what I was imagining. And people say that to me all the time.
2: I'm telling you, though, he sounded hot, and (laughs) I almost asked the receptionist when she checked me out. I was going to go. By the way, what is Doctor? look like like but i thought that might be creepy you know what
3: i think you should call back and not even say who you are and go hi i'm calling about dr is he hot and i bet (laughs) i bet the receptionist will volunteer that information to you
2: should we do it right
3: now oh my god let's do it (laughs) yes let's do it call yes yes call because now we all need to know if dr is hot
2: but here's what I think. I don't want to do it from my phone because they have my phone number and they know me now. It, y'all, one of y'all has to do it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing it. Are you okay, actually okay I'm doing this? Okay. number. I mean, stop, they don't have any so record of her number. Okay,
3: so now I have to take this off of airplane mode. <laughs> and what's his number?
2: Okay, so this is the vet. Right? Okay, go. Okay, the number is. And the receptionist is going to answer, so you just have to do what you said. And Wait, can you hear? Speaker- can you hear?
3: Yeah. Here. Can you hear? <laughs> Isn't it after hours?
2: Isn't no, it after it's an emergency hours? vet. It's an emergency oh. vet.
3: Oh, my God. This is so juicy. Thank you for calling Animal Hospital. This is... How can I help you? Hi, um, I have a very uh, random question. This is not an emergency at all, um, but I'm just okay. very, I'm very curious. Um, you have a doctor that works there.
0: We do, yes.
3: Is Doctor in your opinion attractive?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, he is. <gasps> really? Because you know what? He sounds hella cute. <laughs> And yes, I, he's adorable. I, oh, my God. How, like, how old is he? And, like, what is he? If, he, if, you, had to, if you had to tell me what kind of cele- celebrity he might look like, what would, like...
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I would compare him to. But as far as how old he is, he's probably around, like, I don't
3: know, 26, 27, 28. Ooh. And does he have a girlfriend or boyfriend or wife or husband? I do not know. I do not know. Oh. Do not know. <laughs> mm, but would you say he's hot? Yes,
0: he's
3: definitely a good-looking guy. Oh my god, that we you know what? I suspected talking to him. So so on a on a on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Idris Elba, you know what I mean? Um <laughs> where would you put him on the scale? would put him at an 8 or 9. Oh my god. And you work with him every day? I do work with him a lot, yes. But he's pretty, he's one of our newer doctors. Do you flirt with so. him? Because I, I I would like to flirt with him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll just start bringing the dog in like for no reason. Like hi doctor. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey. Wanna check out my dog? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. I know this is a totally, like, random and, like, silly and not really in your job description, but thank you so much for sharing that intel. But it's still a lot of fun. Super so when fun. You next time you bring your dog in, just make sure that's what you ask for. I'm going to be like, hi, I'm fine, and my dog's fine, but we're here to see Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. That'd be so funny. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a By great the way, night. He's a very, very nice, my, nice guy. Too, so he's a He's very sweet. Oh, he's a bit, <laughs> he's so so he's totally dateable. I would say so, yes. <laughs> mm 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 mm. Girl, mm. you have to you have to be a little you have to be a little bit nerdy because I know he likes video games and I like video games too. Oh, but, oh my God, he's per- you're shot, girl. Shoot, you're shot. Perfect. So he's like. He's like hot and, and nerdy and a gamer. Oh, my God. He's yes. perfect. Yeah, definitely my kind of person. But, you know, I have, I have certain things that I like and everybody has certain things that they like. So. Oh. But thank, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being so forthcoming. I really appreciate it.
0: You are very welcome.
3: Okay. Have a good night.
0: You too. Take
3: care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh my god, did, that was amazing. Did I
2: call it or did I fucking call it? An I fucking eight called or it nine? And honey,
3: I mean, he's 26. An eight or he's nine. Twenty six! And he's into nerdy stuff. And he's into nerdy First stuff all, and he's into gaming. You need to she, go date this guy, Jackie.
2: She no, I'm engaged. <sighs> he's too young for me, but I, all I want to say is I called it. You I knew could it. tell he was hot. I could fucking tell. Wait, now what but what gave it away? Like how it could it tell? It was just his it was his voice. He had a hot guy voice. And I told Ben, my fiance, I was like, by the way, the doctor that I talked to, he sounded hot. So then the next time we talked, I put him on speaker. And even Ben agreed. He was like, yeah, <gasps> he
1: sounds hot to me. What? I'm telling you, he sounded hot. I have a lot of things to say. First of all, Helen, that was amazing. That was, Thank
2: you. I mean, I <laughs> have knew you she done was the this? one for Are the job. An- I knew it.
3: Are you a jerky boy? Have you done this before? Because I I wasn't being like, I I authentically just wanted to know.
1: I know, but I was thinking if I were to do this, I was trying to imagine like how it would play out if I had done this. I would be (laughs) like, hi, excuse me, is Dr. (laughs) Hot? Okay, thanks bye. <laughs> but
2: also, Paris, you
1: like befriended this woman?
2: That was so good. But let's give it up to her too for being so uh, outward with that information. She, I, mean, I mean, she, she
3: was like she's got her it guts. bad for him. See, she's got why, it bad for him. This is that why I knew this word work because if he was hot, you know all the girls in that office are just talking about it, right? Of course. She's dying to talk to someone an about it. An 8 or a 9. I, I mean, mean, honey. Come on. An
2: 8 or a 9. We have to find his photo somehow. Okay, what if I go to that that um, that Instagram page of the vet and see who they follow, damn, and maybe I they follow have, him?
3: I Ooh. should have asked her how we could find a photo of him. Oh yeah! Damn, damn! <laughs> should we Should we call her back?
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Now, my other thing, which I've lost, I lost my other. Th- oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. Um, Helen, you were saying that you oftentimes hear people say that you look different than how they expect you to look. And I get that as well. Um, first of all, I want to say, the thing where someone, you have an idea of what they're going to look like in your mind and then you see them and it's very different, I always find that to be like, an un- it's an uncomfortable feeling for me. Yeah, It's not great. And I never really put it together that that must be what people are feeling all the time about the discrepancy between what they expect me to look like and then what I look like. I also hear... I used to get when I was on the Adam Carolla show all the time, people expected that I was going to be blonde. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't know what it suggests. But Helen, what do you get?
3: I I literally had a woman not that long ago say, I didn't know you were Asian. Hmm. And I'm like, Helen Hong, didn't tip (laughs) it off? Helen Hong. And I, you know, I don't talk about... Asians, you know, like I, I feel like I bring an Asian perspective to the show, but not like every time, I guess, not right. to every single topic. So she was like, I I thought you were white and I didn't know how to take that. Yeah. I was like, are we fighting? I don't <laughs> Right. Yeah, that? I
1: wouldn't know how to take mean? that either.
3: <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? But, um, but I had the experience like because I was a fan of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me before I got on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And so I had an image of what. Peter Sagal and Bill Curtis and like what all the panelists look like and when I met them I was like whoa they don't look like anything that I thought they would mm-hmm. like I thought Peter Sagal the host of, of wait wait Don't Tell me was like a skinny I thought he was like scrawny for some reason like a skinnier mm-hmm. dude and he's not he's like a he's like a you know a muscular a thick man yeah like not thick like fat but like he's right. you know he's he's, he's definitely got muscle tone yeah and for some reason I thought he was like really skinny
1: It's interesting how much we don't normally, unless we think they're hot, look up what these people might look like. And they don't look up what we might look like. How does Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me work? Because normally that, in non-COVID times, that's live, right?
3: Yes, yes. So do they fly you out there? Normally, yes. But now we've all been doing it from our closets. (laughs) Like I'm literally, I would do, I did the last Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I did exactly where I'm sitting right now, in my closet. I love it. And we're all so, in our homes. And they're adding in canned laughter and acknowledging that it's canned laughter. Like, they're like, they're like, welcome to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yeah. So you'll hear laughter and then they'll go, that was um, the audience right. from 1989. <laughs> do you? Um, do you study? I don't study. I do listen to the news on the weeks that I know that I'm doing it, which mm-hmm. lately has been hard. <laughs> yeah. Because... I used to be a news junkie before Trump got elected. And then I just had to stop because it was like really taking a toll on my psychological well-being. So yeah. now I'm no longer now I really have to limit the amount of news that I take in. So when I'm doing wait, wait, don't tell me, I'll consciously make an effort to listen to the news that week. But other than that, I don't listen to the news as much because I'm like, oh, I can't take it. And it doesn't like reach out
1: to you through your phone when you look at Twitter, because that's where most of my news slaps me in the face.
3: Well, lately, because I am really trying to keep on top of the Black Lives Matter movement and all the police brutality cases, like, I have been um, on Twitter a lot more and, and be more vocal on Twitter. Um, but it's, man, it takes a toll, doesn't it? Mm. It really, it's rough. Yes. I mean, I, I on top of just the general anxiety of coronavirus all this Black Lives Matter stuff and the brutality and like the injustice has really been taking its toll on me. And I Mm. am been, it's funny because I, 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 I got a telemedicine appointment with my general practitioner and I was like, Hey, I'm having a hard time. Like, could you prescribe me some Xanax? And she was like, Helen, have (laughs) you tried meditating? Oh no. And I was like, bitch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, yes, I live in Los Angeles. Yes, I meditate. I do the yoga. I do the piloto- just give me the fucking meds. Just give me the goddamn meds. Like it's the fucking apocalypse. Don't talk to me about meditating. Just so give me the goddamn get- meds. Did she give them to you? He did. Okay, good. She did. I feel great.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, I definitely I should be meditating more and I instead I'm medicating. Mm. Is how I'm getting through the times. Like I'm smoking. Well, it's it's just faster. Yeah, I'm smoking a lot of weed. (laughs) You know, I'm on. I've doubled my Lexapro. Like you know, I just we all need to do what we need to do to get through these times. Mm -hmm. Um, specific Lexapro
1: doubling question. Yeah, I've been on all different kinds of doses. Um, and does it make you tired? Because I found that when I increased, I got really tired.
3: Well, I use it as a sleep aid. So oh, really? So I take it just before bed. That's when mm-hmm. you should take it. That's what I've been told because it does make you tired. Yeah. So it's actually one of the things that helps me is that I take the Lexapro right before bed. And then it does make me tired. It helps me sleep. And then, you know, and then if I get a, a normal, a decent amount of sleep, then the next day I don't feel tired. I feel good. Good. I feel good. Um,
1: okay. I need to hear, Jackie, you had your other thing but I'm forgetting mm-hmm. what it is. But I need to hear I, what... Th- I shouldn't have advertised that I forgot. I'm advertising that I'm losing my faculties. It's but-
2: okay. We've had a lot of stimulation on this episode. I don't have pants on. <laughs> Helen got to the bottom of the hot doctor. There's a I lot. Know.
1: I need to talk to you, oh, to you guys about something that some of you already know well, uh, and that is Embark's Dog DNA Breed and Health Kit. Helen, are you familiar with Embark? It's a dog DNA test. No, It's like the most comprehensive dog DNA test out there. Um, it can identify over 350 breeds, types and varieties and screen your dog for over 175 genetic health conditions to help your vet perhaps a certain vet that we talked about hot earlier provide the net. best medical care for your dog. Um, it's great. Over 50% of dogs are either at risk or a carrier of a genetic disease, whether they are purebred or a mix and Embark can give you a leg up when it comes to knowing their health history. So I did it with my dog, Wendy. She's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I knew that it was going to come back Cavalier, but still because they screen for so many different genetic um, conditions, it, it took a big load off my mind to know that she's not at risk for certain things, and then also uh I am now connected if I want to be, which I do to people who have relatives of Wendy, and <gasps> so it's super cool in that respect um and then also it like just a lot of other information like what percentage wolfiness she is Ooh. uh what um what her weight should be, which was a little bit of a i mean it was the wake up call that I knew that she it was a wake up call for her as well. Um, they can tell you like in human years how old she is. And it's not as simple as just what we learned, which is dog years. It's like base. It's, there's a whole thing. Jackie, you did it with Chooch. It gave you yes. way more detail than the other ones you had done. Oh,
2: it was so fulfilling. And she has an aunt in Palo Alto and she's 0.6% wolf. And I, I'm so elated that I know that.
3: She is an aunt in Palo
1: Alto. Isn't that, I love great? that Everyone needs that. <laughs> this summer Embark has a limited time offer just for our listeners. Go to embarkvet.com now and use promo code best friend to get fifty dollars off your dog, breed, and health kit. So visit embark, E-M-B-A-R-K vet, dot com and use promo code best friend to get fifty dollars off today. Embarkvet.com promo code. Best friend.
3: Okay. I'm going to take Jackie, the test and then I'm going to go and then I'm going to take hot Dodger on the plane and go to Delaware so I can visit a hot doctor. There
2: you go. <laughs> there you go. It's I feel all like
3: ready. we all need to do that. Um, Jackie, what
1: was your other thing?
2: Um, I met with my rabbi today. Oh, yeah. Fill yes. us in. So I'm converting to Judaism. <gasps> wow. And I had my first meeting today and I was so nervous. Because um, if if anyone out there is like me, your only your only references for Judaism are pop culture. So all I could think of was Charlotte uh, on Sex in the City getting like rejected by, by the rabbi. Um, <laughs> but but this was completely the opposite experience. <laughs> but I was also like I was like oh my god I have to have all these answers ready in case he asked me things and like I've been reading my book and like ready to go and it was very casual and very friendly and very what, welcoming. What book are you reading? I'm reading a book um, that a friend of mine actually put me on email with the author. Um, oh, her cool. Her name is Sarah Hurwitz, and she was um, Michelle Obama's speechwriter, mm-hmm. and she wrote a book called Here All Along, and it's about sort of her journey with Judaism and growing up with it and then that's kind of the second. it.
1: That's the second time today I've heard about this book. That's so weird. Really? Yeah, I saw someone post something on Instagram, and I was like, I feel like I've heard about that. That book has been here all along. <laughs> um, I should look it up, but then I just didn't. And
2: now well, you it's, can, you yeah. can borrow mine if you want. Okay. Um, but so I was, I've been reading that just to give myself some context. Um, but you know, it, it went so well and I'm so excited and it's definitely not going to be easy, but I'm excited about it. Wait, did you
3: meet him in person or did you meet him over no, Zoom?
2: we FaceTimed, we nice.
3: FaceTimed. Yeah. Nice. And, and are you, are you converting? Cause you're marrying a Jewish? Hmm. Woman? Got it. And, and is that necessary, like, does he
1: need, why, tell me more your decision to convert for him. Is it necessary to his family or to him? No. Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. I actually told him on our first date I would convert, and, uh, and he was like, you know what, we'd love to have you.
1: <laughs> so was it something you uh, were thinking about already?
2: Well, I just think that, you know, if it means something to him... Um, and he wants to raise our kids Jewish, I don't want to be left out because um, I definitely want to be involved, and I don't want them to be like, hey, how come mom isn't up here? How come mom's not doing stuff? So I was just like, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I'd be honored to do it. it, it it's it's going to be a lot of work, but I think it's going to be really beautiful, and I'm excited.
1: Wow. I want to piggyback on your journey because my listeners know, but I don't, Helen probably doesn't know. So I, last name Rosen, am Jewish, obviously, but... This is. I always hate telling this story because it, like, strange credulity, because it makes no sense. I didn't know I was Jewish until I was 21. And uh, it's a whole long story why I didn't know. But basically, I have, like, no relationship with Judaism other than knowing that I'm Jewish and knowing some family details. But I know, like, I'm always having to look up like, okay, what holiday is it right now that people think I'm celebrating? So anyway, that's why, Jackie, I feel like I want to convert with you. <laughs> And by I would, that, I just I would, mean I want to just pass your um, handouts along to me or whatever. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm happy to share whatever with you because um, it's going to be a very personal experience. That's what we've kind of talked about today. And uh, and also, he wants Ben to be really involved with it because um, he was like, what Judaism means to you won't be what it means to you. And so you 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 two can both learn from each other and have your own personal identity with it. And it was just really, I'm excited. I'm really excited. It, it is going to be a lot of work. Um, and I kind of said it being like, oh, yeah, I'll convert. Not really thinking about all the work. <laughs> but, wow! But um, but um, and we're getting um, I guess this is an exclusive, Tony. Oh, Tony Thaxton. <laughs> I love that this is our exclusive uh, sound. <laughs> we're we're eloping um <gasps> in February. Oh, so uh, I have a I have eight months to go. You know, like so I got to get moving with it.
1: You wow. know what's weird? You know how time has lost all meaning. Yes. Um, yes. When you said February, that sounds really soon. But it eight is. months is actually. Eight months doesn't sound like no time at all. Eight months sounds decent. Eight months, it's
0: less than eight months. Six.
1: Oh, is it that's seven why. Seven
2: months. <laughs> seven months. I don't know. It's not far though. It's pretty soon. I mean, I got to. I got to get a move on.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. that's very exciting. I have a lot to learn. I have so a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. <laughs> when do you come back? Yes do you know? Saturday. Oh, that's really soon. Yeah. Are you excited about saying, uh, about leaving Delaware and the hot I don't vet? know.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What's LA like? It's still a lot going on, right? Oh my I God. I know
1: what the inside of my house is like and it's messy, but I imagine LA is the same.
3: It's scary. And I'll tell <laughs> you the current thing that's scared cuz i don't think i finished the story about dodger being sick. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Um so i take dodger to the vet and they do a battery test and it turns out he has a tummy ache. Oh. And he's just being bloody. a little he's being a little bitch. Hmm. But but thank god, like no big. But then, okay, so this was 2 weeks ago, i get this email yesterday from my vet's office being like the hospital is closing down immediately. Um, we'll let you know when we're reopening. And I'm huh. like, and this is a big, well-established veterinary clinic. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm personal friends with my vet. So mm. I text my vet and I'm like, hey, why are you guys closing so abruptly? And he goes, we all have COVID. <gasps> Whoa. That's
2: what I thought you were going to say.
3: He's like, we all have COVID. Oh, my God. So sick for a week. I was just there two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, 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 but what about me? I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, no, and thank God they had those precautions that I didn't really interact with anybody, right? Um, and as far as they know, like, do- you know, dogs can't can't transmit it. But th- the entire st- and this is a big hospital with like four doctors and like twelve vetex. All have COVID. And they're. I'm
1: surprised. I'm, I am, and I'm not surprised that they didn't share that information. Because doesn't it seem like. Well, I mean, I guess that would like freak everyone out. Because if they were the to email share it.
3: was very just like, hey, we're closing. Sorry right. for the inconvenience. It was very vague. Abrupt. Yeah, there. Like they didn't specify, you know. And I think they should have been like, "Hey, we all, you know." Of a bu-
1: course,
2: a I kind of
3: yeah, I kind of think so too. Just like so I think they should know. have been like, "Hey, our staff has come mm-hmm. down with coronavirus. Just to let you know, if you've been in contact with any of us recently, you might want to get tested." Right. But they didn't say. They just said, "Hey, we're closing down. We'll let you know when we're reopening." Sorry. And then I had to find out from my personal friend who I texted, and he's like, "We all have it," and I'm like, "Yo, that's terrifying." And the even scarier thing is especially for people who think this is a hoax or fake or overblown. Like my vet friend is like my age. And he's like, I am sick as shit. Like I've had a fever for three days and I can, I can barely hold down water. Oh, and I'm geez. like, dude, that I'm like, first of all, like if you need anything, like if you need me to drop off supplies, like let me know. But also that's terrifying mm-hmm. that yeah. he's like my age. And he's like, I am Really sick. Like he's not like he's not like I have to go to the hospital, but it's it's definitely like not a no big deal thing. Is he the one that you took Dodger to? And was he working when he was feeling sick? No, he wasn't working. He wasn't working, and I didn't see him because it was his day off, and it was an emergency, so I had to you know I couldn't wait. I had to take him in that day. Well, welcome back, Jackie. We're excited for you to (laughs) return.
2: <laughs> well, don't, don't get it twisted. Like we are flying back and then we are going to quarantine, you know, not touch anybody because we don't know if we were exposed on the flight. Then I right. think I'm going to wait like five days and go get tested mm-hmm. and see, you know, what the test says. Um, cause obviously like we are very careful. I'm very. Um, but I'm too oh, scared to fly again. I'm too scared to fly again. Like I'm yeah. not flying until I go to my wedding. I'm not flying. Yeah, if I'm I can freaked help out it. to
3: fly, and I fly for a living because I'm a touring comic, and I'm freaked out to fly. So
1: are you? I know some people who are already doing shows. Are you? But which to me, um, and if I doubt if they're listening, um, kudos for your go-getter spirit, but. That seems terrifying to me to be a Well, comedian did doing you see what right happened now.
3: to DL Hughley? Yeah. I mean, that should, if that's not a wake up call. Right. So know, if anyone doesn't there's
2: know, no way, he, there's no way he didn't get anybody sick. There's no way. He was oh performing
1: and he passed out and then tested positive for coronavirus. And he's like, I'm one of those symptomatic people. A- asymptomatic. I've been asymptomatic, I mean, yeah. But he had talked about how he'd been like exhausted and dehydrated and then he passed out. So I'd say those are some symptoms.
3: I mean, if that's not a wake-up call for comedy clubs everywhere, like, I don't know what is. That D.L. Hughley, completely asymptomatic, passed out on stage and probably got at least the front two rows Mm -hmm. of comedy club patrons sick. You know, and that's sad. That to me, like, I had two gigs booked at the end of July where I would have had to travel to Florida and to Texas and I canceled. I was like, I'm I'm not doing it. Like, it's not worth the risk. And because that's around the time that a lot of, these clubs were just opening back up. And I'm like, I don't want to be the guinea pig. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to be, like, one of the first comedians back out there testing the waters. Like, I want to wait until we all know it's safe. Right. Because comedy clubs is like... I mean, talk about. There's there's no situation that is more communicable. You're in an <laughs> enclo- like you're in an enclosed space. People are laughing, right? Right? And like, and you're talking loudly at you're them. talking loudly at them. So there's just aerosolized particles flying all over the room. And there's that no microphone vent- is going to be absolutely. Oh my disgusting. god! No, I'm like it's buying- probably never been cleaned. I'm like buying my own mic and, like, taking my own mics to clubs when this starts back up because, like, ew, they were gross to begin with. <laughs> like, ick
1: And then there's, like, there are comedians doing shows where they perform and everyone's in their car, like, drive-in theater stuff, but everyone's
3: in their cars. I like that. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's hard to, I think that's a hard thing. I mean, like, you know you need to find a place that that's functional right and but if that,
2: you helen as a stand up if you don't hear the laughs would that be really disorienting for it's you it's super like if awkward are with the windows up yes
3: yeah. it's super awkward like i've done a bunch of zoom comedy shows and i've done ones where people keep their mics on so you can kind of hear the laughter and that works but i've done ones where they were instructed to turn all their mics off <laughs> and that was like okay, (laughs) I was like, no, hello, (laughs) anybody, is anybody out there, hello, is anybody out there, and it's kind of sad, because you can, you know, if you have, like, the little gallery view on your Zoom, like, you can see people laughing, but they're, you know, but they've turned their mics on, off, so you can't hear, and it is weird, it is weird to, like, deliver a punchline that you're pretty sure is funny, and then nothing, (laughs) nothing's happening, so, yeah, it's a very, it's a really tricky time for stand-up comics because, you know, it's the beauty of of, of live performance is, is really the, you know, the, the thing that makes stand-up comedy special. Live performance in front of a live audience, you know, spontaneous, crowd work, all that stuff, but... I mean, I don't know when that stuff's going to come back. I know comics are out there doing shows right now, but I, I mean, I was i was reticent to do it. And then that D.L. Hughley thing just mm-hmm. made me freak out. I was like, there's no way. There's no way if someone like that is completely asymptomatic and he had no, he's like, I never had a fever. I don't have a cough. Right. I don't have trouble breathing. Like, I feel great. And then just to suddenly be like, I passed out on stage and guess what, I have it." Ugh. Yeah, I think there's a real question about what live performance is going to look
1: like because I know that they're keeping they're not filling the clubs too, so that's another thing that's going to affect. Even if it was safe and everyone was back, but it's only at half capacity, that's going to feel different,
3: right?
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. It's like I mean, do I don't want to go to a comedy show right now?
1: No.
3: Yeah, it's no. scary. But at
2: the same time,
3: like, how are the how are y'all going to make your living? You know, it's scary. I mean, that's the thing that's really terrifying. And, like, thankfully, I'm very blessed in that I, you know, I make my income a few different ways. So, like, I act and I have residual checks coming in from, from past acting projects. And I do podcasts, which I can do from my closet, like I'm doing right now. <laughs> and that that um, gets me some income. But, yeah, like, I have friends who are just touring comics, You know, and they're just collecting unemployment right now because like they just have no income. Like it's just really scary because I do feel like, you know, it's hard to argue that comedy, stand up comedy is an essential business. And especially because it is so I mean, if there's a way that you're going to get it, (laughs) if there's a guaranteed way to get it, it's being in an enclosed comedy club.
1: Tony, did you um, have tours lined up? So Tony well, plays drums in Motion City soundtrack that we were talking mm. about before.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, and you know, like a month ago, I was supposed to be in the UK, but that's that's the only thing that was scheduled. There was some tentative things later this year, but uh, nothing was official, and there's no way those are happening. So, God. yeah.
1: Do you guys want to do some yes, please or oh, please? This is my signature segment. It's not really. I just refer to it that way um, because I always forget the name. Uh, and this is where we talk about something polarizing and we weigh in uh, whether we give it a yes, please or an oh, please. Uh, and there's a little song. But I would first like to take a moment to thank the new Patreon people. Wendy, Eric, Tamara, Louise, and Jennifer. Hello and welcome. Patreon.com slash Patreon. Rosen. Thank you. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, let's hear the yes, please, or oh, please.
0: Is it yes, please? Give me some of that. Oh, oh, please. That's much crap.
1: All right. Today we're going to be yes, pleasing, or oh, pleasing raisins. And I did put this on Twitter and I did a poll. So the crowd has spoken. I know how they feel, but we're going to go around and say how we feel. I personally give raisins a yes, please. I feel like, and I don't have them in my house often. They're not really a part of my life. But when I encounter them, I'm like, you know what? I actually like raisins and I feel like they get a bad rap.
3: Anyone else? Uh, I'm going to jump in immediately and say, oh, please. Well, here we go. (laughs) They're gross. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's all I can say. They're like mini prunes. I, I'm okay with which prunes too. I guess is fine if you need to shit, like have trouble shitting. Yeah. Um, no, I think they're gross. I think they're gum They're like they're dry, but not fully dry. They're not wet. They're, they're not fully wet. They're not fully dry. They're gummy in a weird way. Sometimes there's like seeds in them, and they're crunchy, like un- unexpectedly, and. Mm. Um, and uh, they're, they're nasty. Okay. If, if they were in a cookie, would you not eat the cookie? I would eat the cookie and wish that I had a different kind
0: of cookie. Uh, that is the okay. worst. When you grab a cookie thinking it's a chocolate chip cookie, and then it turns Ugh. out to be a Whole raisin. Meal raisin. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. I would be okay with that. All right, Tony, what do you say?
0: I am kind of also in the oh, please world. No However... If you give me some chocolate covered raisins, I can oh, be, I'm on board with those.
1: A goober, I are, think this is that, that what they're goobers called, right?
0: Are? I don't know.
1: Wait, no, sorry, raisinettes. Goobers yes. are chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah, yes, so raisinets. you can do raisinettes. Interesting, uh-huh. Jackie. I actually answered
2: your Twitter poll. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, and I said, oh please. Okay. Um, I feel like if there's a raisin around, I'm starving. I'll partake. I'm not a monster. But if there was ever a, a smorgasbord laid out and they were like, "Eat whatever you'd like," and there were raisins, I would keep walking, hun. I wouldn't yeah. even look twice, Girl. I agree. H- Helen should write like a haiku or something because that was so poignant what she said. It was mm-hmm. like they are su- they are dry, they are wet, they are shriveled. <laughs> like it is. Per- she perfectly said yeah. what it is. Like it, it, it. was very poetic and and true. I can't say anything better than that. It's exactly how I feel. And the same thing with the cookie.
1: It was so well stated that it almost made me... It it didn't make me give up my appreciation for raisins, <laughs> but it made me realize that they are challenged in, in the texture department. Like, yeah, I forget exactly how you said it, it was like they're neither it was so wet well nor put. dry. They're so, it was so they're beautiful. They're unexpectedly crunchy. That yeah, one really. They really, really are
3: right. Like sometimes you get one with a seed inside, and you're like, why am oh, yeah. I? Why is it not crunchy? Ugh, no. Something you know.
1: that I never noticed before, but I recently bought some I'm sorry, I recently bought some raisins. Um on the Sunmade box, again, they're not a sponsor, but the, the raisin lady is holding a mm-hmm. bunch of green grapes. And green grapes make golden raisins, which are a whole different thing. Hmm.
3: Yeah, but they're you know still what gross. I don't they're still what gross.
1: I, I don't care for though are craisins. What's a craisin? No. It's a like it's a raisinized cranberry. Oh, they're so, just so a dried cranberry. Yes,
2: they're not good. Yeah, <laughs> no. They're, they're, no, they're not good. Yeah, not into them.
3: even blueberries, like dried blueberry, I it, anything that's like that size, and they for some reason in the drying process, they never get fully dry, right? So it's like gummy. Ugh. I didn't know there are dried blueberries.
1: Yeah, oh, are you yeah, sure Trader those aren't? Joe's. Okay, that just sounds like old blueberries to me. Yeah, that's well, what I, I think... mean.
2: But that's kind of what all like dried fruit is. It's like fruit that got left out.
3: I feel like dried apricots are really not that good. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mention it, the only dried fruit I like are dried bananas.
0: I like dried mango.
3: Oh yeah, I could mm, get behind some dried mango. Yeah. But
1: still, even that is like like leathery and then it's going to be in your teeth for a long time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's something about fruit unless you get like the freeze dried fruit. Mm-hmm. is they make it really crunchy. I I like I'm a crunchy person too, so that's why I really like dried bananas cuz it's kind of like got a chip consistency. Yeah. But any other dried fruit is like it's like ng it's gummy. You know what's that's not That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know what's not
1: terrible though and you, you know I don't think you see it that often, but dried pineapple that's like almost candied. It's like really sweet and kind of falls apart. It's not super gummy.
3: I would have agreed with you there, only I just got a very bad bout of food poisoning from a dried pineapple.
1: What? Oh, my
3: God. Where? When? Tell us. I bought a container of dried, candied, super sugary pineapple from—I was staying with my sister in San Francisco, and she has this, like— Whole food, like a small Whole Foods grocery, you -hmm. know, because I'm trying to do this. She and I are both trying to do this thing where we're trying to buy local and not buy from chains, especially these days because the chains are all like on the brink of economic collapse, you know, right? Corona. So, you know, we're trying not to go to like Safeway. There's a Safeway right next to her place, and we try not to go there. So I go to this like Whole Foods little mom and pop grocery store and they have these, they have an entire dried fruit section. And oh, I'm like, beans. ooh. Yeah. So like like bulk food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they have the bulk food ones and then they have the prepackage, you know, like when they take the bulk food, but they mm. prepackage it for you and it's already weighed. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. I got the already weighed and it, they looked great. Dried pineapple, tons of sugar, very sugary. And I eat one and the next day I'm like, ooh. Mmm. And then the next day I'm like, ooh, mmm. I was sick for like two weeks off oh of these freaking pineapples. And I guess I would give that an O
1: oh, please in that case. Mm. <laughs> and that then makes your dog me so
2: nervous had a stomachache.
1: Let's do some just me or everyone.
2: Sometimes I ponder.
1: All right, this is where people Oh my god, Jackie's
2: foot is back. <laughs> Can you believe that somebody put it on Wikifeed? I laughed so hard. I laughed for an hour at Jackie, that Jackie,
3: somebody is gonna be jerking off to that. Like she's she, she's proud of her feet.
2: Fine with me. Aggre- <laughs> like there's Give actually
3: actually, actually not somebody, like a handful of people is gonna yeah. are gonna be jerking off to that later.
1: <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> Did you say bring it on toots? That's the perfect thing to say to feet lovers. Yep, and
2: I didn't even mean it. I didn't
1: even mean to do that. Okay, so this is where people write in with things they think or do and they wonder is it just me or is it everyone? Um if you would like to submit your just me or everyone, your J M o as we call them, J M O E, uh, tweet them to at A R I Y N B F and use the hashtag jmo okay. Dory says, just me or everyone. I'm decent at spelling, but I have to look up how to spell guinea pig every time. I've literally never gotten it right once. Um, I don't think I have that with guinea pig, but I have that with the word unnecessary and appropriate. I can never get the right number. Like with unnecessary, I can never get the N's correct and the C's and the R's. And then with appropriate, the P's uh, confuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have this?
3: Yeah, uh, same exact as you. I I can spell guinea pig, uh, but I I have trouble with unnecessary. I have trouble with appropriate. And I read this great tweet recently that said, if you know how to spell diarrhea on the first try, I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) And I completely agree. Like, who the hell knows how to spell diarrhea on the first try? Wait, okay.
2: I'm, I'm sitting here completely confused and don't even know where to start other than a D
3: right it's like yeah. diarrhea is hard there's like a it's couple, very hard there's a couple it's, of R's. we think there might be an h like who knows
0: i, I kind of feel that way about nauseous
3: oh yeah that mm-hmm. one's hard yeah nauseous
1: mm-hmm. um and then i heard that it's actually nauseous isn't correct it's nauseated even mm-hmm. though i think we all allow nauseous yeah but because it's not nause- yeah are you saying that's, nauseous is not a word it is a word, but it that's nauseous means it's some. I think I could be wrong. I think that to say that, like I felt nauseous means I felt like I was going to make someone throw up. Like you should say I felt nauseated.
0: The definition Tony, says okay, affected with nausea, inclined to vomit, or causing na- Excuse me, causing nausea offensive to the taste or smell
3: you know what if i'm standing around with a random person and they go Ugh, i feel nauseated i'd be like oh <laughs>
1: right okay the queen oh. of queen of okay. england needs a okay. bag pinky up with your <laughs> teacup <laughs> yeah tony do you usually say nausea
0: no uh but i i can just i don't know i just can remember some times where i for some reason had to type it and i i was a little uh, lost
2: no,
1: I, I mean... I say,
2: I feel okay. fucking sick. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like when you <laughs> swim with sharks.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Leela Rolling Stone says, when trying to pick the appropriate emojis, I will often make the face that I'm looking for as I scroll through. I don't know if that's I do fine. that.
2: That's really... That's a fun quirk.
1: Okay, I have a question. People who communicate via emojis all the time and also people who communicate via GIF which i i it's like i just discovered gifts. I recently started using them. But basically, how long do you spend looking for the right one? Because if i can't find the thing i want really quickly, i'm done.
3: I don't yeah. have all day. My i know i have a couple of friends who are so quick and i don't yeah. know how they are able to do it, but you're right, there is a timeliness to gifts. Like if you don't have it right there, if it takes more than f- 3 minutes, dismount. Oh my god. It's more announced. than like 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. Busy.
2: Same, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love a GIF, but the thing is, is did you know that the iPhone will call you out and while you're looking for it, it will show you the word the word dots with the GIF sign? No. No. So like so like if I'm talking to Allison and I'm texting with her and I'm like, oh my God, did you hear about this? You'll see the little word blurb pop up that I'm searching for one and I'm like way to kill the moment no!
0: yeah,
2: I didn't know. yeah
1: yeah I also oh. didn't know you're a GIF versus gif person
2: I'm a GIF. I don't know choosy moms choose GIF. I don't know
1: if <laughs> <that> like- <laughs> okay Let's oh can I it.
2: also really, really Please. quickly update yeah. everybody because yes. last time I was on I did a just me or everyone about using my towel. Oh yeah. And and what part of my towel I use to wipe my face versus wipe my butt. And I got multiple messages from the Allison Rosen audience. Multiple messages. I got emails, I got DMs, and everybody (laughs) said the same thing, and I felt like an idiot because everyone seems to know that the side of the tag the side of your towel with the tag on it is what you rub on your body. The side without the tag you can use for your face. So like you're and somebody told me to use T for T, tag, and titty. So like the side of the towel with the tag you rub your titties on. What? (laughs) <laughs>
3: and they were like, her, sense. and they were telling you this like, duh.
2: No, they weren't rude about it. I just got multiple people telling me the same what? thing. They were like, oh, you just use the one side with the tag to I've wipe your butt. I've never heard of that. But no, that me is, neither. It is
1: clever, but I've never heard of that. There so you have go. you been doing that now?
2: I, no, I still just pay no mind and rub <laughs> my butt where my face was and vice yeah. versa. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
3: Who knew? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if my butt's just coming to the shower, it's clean. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we do our best.
1: <laughs> Emily Wills says, I still do one of those awkward social smiles when I pass people in the grocery store, even though they can't see what's going yes. on under my mask. Same. Yeah. Yes. Same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clevelander says, I feel that me and the random person I see driving the same make, model, and color car would be great friends. I have a worse insane thing, which is when I see my car going the other way, for a second, and I know this doesn't make any sense. For a second, I'm like, is that me? Or I'm like, is that my car? It, like Again, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm just going to say it has to do with um. sometimes you see your reflection or your, a mirror. So that my brain must think it's that. I don't know. Wow. I'm crazy? <laughs> oh, Tony, you did it!
3: <laughs> That's a perfect use of that drop. <laughs> I... Yeah. I drive a silver Prius in Los Angeles. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: yeah, I have a red one. So I'm so yeah, see I'm
3: constantly trying to get into the wrong car. <laughs> or yeah, there's like, I'm there's also four a in a driver. row. There's four silver Priuses parked in a row, like next to each other. And I'm like, God damn it. Which one's mine?
2: <laughs> there's a guy. Okay, so I drive a Prius as well. Um, but I last year, two years ago, bought um, a Prius C and it is a, it's a it's the special um, what is it called? It's a special edition. It has a pink stripe. <gasps> what? Um, is that why you got it? Yeah, yeah, of course. The guy saw me coming a mile away with my <laughs> pink fur coat, my dog with a pink tail. He was like, I think I might have one. You might like. <laughs> um, but it's oh god, what's it called? The Persona series. And there's only fifteen hundred of them made in the world. What? And guess what? One of them lived on my street out <laughs> of all the friggin' So he no. would drive by my house. He would drive by my house and I would be walking my dog, not in my car. And I'd be like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, like, and he'd look at me like I was crazy. And I was like, Oh wait, he doesn't understand. I just want him to know that I have the same car. <laughs> um, and so finally oh. one time we drove past each other and it was like this moment of confirmation and he didn't give a shit, but I was like,
3: <laughs> he It's so he didn't funny. Care. At first, I thought you were hollering because you thought he had stolen your car. But oh no. no! I mean, You're I like, that you probably just, did
2: cross my mind very you were just briefly. Just like having
3: a, you were having a like a, 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 like a Relating fraternal moment. moment. Like, oh my god, we're kindred spirits. I mean, can you believe that? There's only
2: 1,500 the of them in the world, and two of them are on the same street in Silver Lake.
1: <laughs> what, um, what is the other? So it's got a pink. I'm trying to picture this car. It's got a pink stripe. What's the other color?
2: Uh, they, it's black. It's black Prius. It has pinks, pinks little tiny accents on the sides. It has a pink rear view mirror and pink side view mirrors. It was like the wow. perfect amount of pink. That's cute. really so, cool. That sounds
3: really cute.
2: It was really cute.
3: I have a silver Prius, and there's 1,500 of them on my block. <laughs> uh, all right let's see what else we got
1: uh, oh this one's cute Jennifer Takaji says when I was a little girl I thought kidnappers took kids because they loved kids and for some reason didn't have kids of their own and they planned to raise the kids they kidnapped as their family it never occurred to me the kids would be abused I mean when I say that one's cute maybe it's, it's also dark but her her sweetness Is cute. I don't think I ever thought that. I think, I don't know that I ever thought what happened. I never thought past, I hope someone doesn't steal me. They're dangerous. So I never really thought about what kidnappers do with kids.
0: Yeah.
2: I was just, they tell you not to get in the car with them. And I'm like, you don't have to tell me
3: twice, you know?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, I I don't
3: know if I thought about kidnappers much. And there are, I think there are some kidnappers who do do that. Haven't you guys ever seen Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Yes. Isn't that a good movie?
1: <laughs> Wait, is that with "Um, Hand That Rocks the Cradle? What, who, who is that? Am I thinking of the right movie? Does that have like a druid plot? No. <laughs> okay, what am I thinking of? A
3: druid plot? I don't know. I don't even know
2: what that
1: means.
2: <laughs> I'll be honest.
3: Who's in the hand that rocks the cradle? Annabella Sciorra. Yeah. Who, it turns out, when the whole Harvey Weinstein thing came out, Harvey, he tried to sleep with her, and when she didn't want to sleep with him, he ruined her career. And it's, like, this big, dramatic Me Too thing where he, like, completely ruined... Because he was so powerful at the time that he blacklisted her because she wouldn't fuck him. And, um... But I just remember s- seeing that movie when I was much younger and just being like, "Whoa!" But it's basically she. Yes, this is
1: the one I saw. Um, it came out in '92. I saw, and I don't see horror movies, but I went with a bunch of friends, and like they were more po- they were popular, and I wanted to be um, cool, so I went to see this movie, even though I don't like scary movies. I swear to God, there was something that- involving druids in this movie. Um, in the hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah, the fa- the confidence with which you just said that makes me think that I'm wrong.
3: <laughs> a dru- I'm trying to think if there's a true like, connection.
1: Didn't she love trees? <laughs> what fucking movie am I thinking of then? I swear there's some someone is yelling at the same person who's jacking off to Jackie's foot. Ye- <laughs> or maybe it's a different person. It's like yelling right now well, at their The person phone. who knows huskies
2: have uh, hairy dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: There was something that involved, like, a nanny, and she was going to, I don't know, sacrifice the baby to a tree or something.
0: Oh, uh, was it Rebecca De Mornay?
1: Yes, she's in The uh,
0: Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Oh, she is? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, okay, sorry, I'm mixing up, now I I'm mixing up I don't know what movies. the fuck y'all are talking <laughs> about,
2: I'll be honest, I don't know. I'm just
1: going to search Hand That Rocks the Cradle drew it, and by the way, I hope that that wasn't a spoiler, but the movie came out in 92, sorry um helen you were saying something about about me too and annabelle yeah so like her her, and wasn't rosanna arquette also
3: i think so yeah i think so he was a real piece of work that one he really was Mm -hmm. he He was real gross real gross um and he tried to sleep with uh gwyneth paltrow gwyneth paltrow was the one who really spoke out about it first
2: yeah, and Dr- Brad
1: Pitt threatened to kick his ass.
3: Yeah, which is which makes me love Brad Pitt even more, because that's <laughs> awesome.
1: Um, sometimes I forget that I'm hosting a show, and I go down a rabbit hole, and I've not yet found anything. <laughs> I
0: was trying to help you, too, but I couldn't <sighs> find anything quickly off of what you said.
1: I'm not really seeing anything that suggests a Druid plot, <laughs> and yet, I swear to God, I'm okay, I've got to read the plot here.
3: Give wait are you second, talking you about willow <laughs> no
1: <laughs> are you talking about willow no no there's really nothing what could have been this other movie that involves trees and a druid and s- yeah i don't even know what a one.
2: druid is i'm gonna be honest this i whole think they worship trees lost me
3: the Druids worship trees, Tony.
0: Uh, let me see. I, don't, I thought they I worshipped.
3: Don't I thought they worshipped stones, like Stonehenge. Stones and trees. I mean, you, they they got to go together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they're just defined as a priest, magician, or soothsayer in the ancient Celtic religion.
1: Huh. Hmm. Well, this we've we've really raised a lot of questions, more questions than we've answered here. That's for sure. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Um, okay. Ray Morgan says, just me or everyone, caught myself saying I'm sorry to a jigsaw puzzle while trying to fit a wrong piece. <laughs> I haven't done that, but it does feel weird when you're like trying to force it.
0: Uh, I, haven't- I can't say that I've done that, but real quick, uh, druids were concerned with the natural world, its powers, and considered trees sacred.
1: Yes. Ah. At least I got that part right. But what is the movie I'm thinking of? Um, Shanna says, "I could eat small bites. I could just eat small bites of food, preferably with a dipping sauce, for the rest of my life." Yeah, yeah. I love a dip.
3: Oh gosh, yummy! And
1: little little morsels too.
3: Yeah, so like a like a, like a nugget. Sure, like a nugget, like- a fry, a taquito. Yummy. I remember being at
1: a party years ago, a Christmas party, and and there was like a big box of See's candy. And one of the other women was like, let's just cut them all into a bunch of little pieces.
3: (gasps) Yes. That's That's a great idea. Because then you know what you're getting.
1: Yeah. Then you don't bite bite in and you're not like, oh, this is just nuts. (laughs) For me, I wouldn't
3: want that. (laughs) You guys, this has been really fun. This has been really fun. Thank you for allowing me to share my stories about the Dick Sock and my vet who has coronavirus <laughs> and and Jackie's vet who's hot. Thank you for getting to that was like one of the best things that I've was seen epic. in a long time. That was time. an epic
2: time and I'm so invigorated you're you're thing. validated your hunch
3: is validated i'm
2: telling you that is honestly what it is i'm just like i could
3: tell i could just tell <laughs> <laughs> and, but now you I'm know right. now our homework is we actually need to find a photo of this guy like I we know, legitimately I how to do
2: it I feel bad taking any more of that woman's time. And also, like, what if while she's talking to us about, like, the hot doctor, there's a, there's a husky on the other line that's dying? You know what I mean? Like, mm. so I feel like I feel like we can't, like, take up any more of her time.
3: Oh, way to make like, me like, hey, feel rotten. You, <laughs> you,
2: no, no, no. I just mean it, the next call. You know what I mean? You know I what, think-
3: though? Didn't you get the sense that she was really into it? Like oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Want- she's been dying of to course. talk about Dr. Whatever, what is his name again? Dr. And I was tempted to tell her. Th- I was tempted to
1: like give up <clears throat> the ruse and tell her about the podcast because I feel like she would be a devoted listener. She seemed fun. Yeah. But then we would have to get her permission. And then
2: right. what if she yeah. says no? And the whole bit is blown. No. We need but to anonymous. this. I mean, she was really willing to dish it out. I'm telling she you. Was. She could have been like, excuse me, that is inappropriate, and hung up on us. But no, she loved it. She's
0: probably bored. Are they letting people inside your place? You, you no. couldn't go inside either, right? No. Yeah. So she's and probably that's why bored. I couldn't see
2: Dr. Yeah.
3: We have to find out what Dr. looks like. I know. I don't know what to do. What should we do? We need I've, to stop I've done the, we a need to. Googling. You know what? I like your concept of going onto their Instagram. Mm. They don't have an Instagram. Oh,
2: God I tried. damn it.
3: I just was doing that earlier.
2: Damn yeah. it! I don't know, guys. I don't know what to do. You know what, Jackie? I mean, you're going to
1: have to call her back. I'm going to... F- I'm going to... F-
2: yeah. You're going to have to Chooch call her back and more. say, you know what?
3: Th- thank you so much for sharing that Dr. hot. <laughs> is there a way that I can find out what he looks like? Like, is there a photo of him online? Or and- you know what
2: I could do? I could call and be like, hey, I'd like to talk to Dr as a follow-up, and then while I'm on the phone with him, try to get like a little more, be like, by the way, what's your first name? Like, would that be
3: weird? Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Helen Helen, as usual tells it like it is.
3: (laughs) That would be weird.
1: Um, I was going to say no because I'm curious, but you're right. It would be definitely, because right now they're like, who is it
3: that called, you know?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, even though they have Helen's name and number, probably.
3: I think the receptionist is the way to go. Like, I think she's the key in because if you're a doctor and some random, and you think you're taking a patient call and you're like, okay, I'm ready to help this golden retriever. That's got something <laughs> stuck in his esophagus. And you're like, right. What's your first name? <laughs> right. I think he's like, what is your problem? I, I think- will
2: say this. Also, he had a really great sense of humor
3: Ooh. because
2: I was making jokes. Cause I was like, Oh, uh, he was like, she, um, she's going to have to have another enema. And I was like, you know what? She lives in L.A. Enemas are part of our culture. <laughs> <again in Delaware. laughs> and he and thought that he, was funny. He, and he like, yes, did my joke. Oh, you know, that's like, he, great. So, so he's got a good sense of humor. Um, and he's a vet. He loves dogs. Jackie, I mean, you know? who
3: can you set up with him? I don't know
1: anyone in Delaware. <laughs> I what if he's I not single? W- what yeah. if the confidence and hotness you perceived was because he's He's not looking. Yeah, that's well, you know what's totally, interesting. Yeah, you
2: know what's interesting. I told Ben. So I used to be a dog walker, Helen. I used to be like a celebrity dog walker in my in my twenties. And there is a vet in Malibu who is hot as hell, <gasps> and everybody knows it. And one time he brought out my dog or the dog I was picking up, and I literally was like,
3: oh. <laughs> Was <laughs> he a I nine? Like, was he a nine,
2: honey? He was a nine. <sighs> and I t- and he's in Malibu. I was like, mm. he mops the floor every night mm. you know what i mean like mm. he's and i texted my boss about it and she's like oh yeah he's super hot he, like all the wives want to you know hit that all the like malibu housewives mm. whatever so the hot vets are a thing hot vets <laughs> so, are a thing like because yeah. you know he loves animals he loves animals he's hot he's mm. young and i um, for all we know he's like taking full advantage he's like i'm 26 i'm living my life like he might not even be interested in settling down he might, have, he, might, he might be
3: sleeping with all the women in Delaware. <laughs> yes, or men, or, or exactly. both. Exactly. Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what, like, we what, don't what, know what team he plays for.
2: We don't. We don't. Mm. I'm I'm all I could part show of the you,
1: I wish I could show you guys a picture of my vet. He's so not hot. He's, <laughs> like, in his 70s, bad skin, but very wow. good at being, very good at what he does.
2: All the vets at my place at Mohawk Alley Animal Hospital in Silver Lake are all gorgeous women. It's all women.
3: Mm-hmm. My, my personal friend vet is, is, he's cute. I don't know if I would say he's hot. He's mm. cute. Yeah. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised there hasn't been a reality show set in a vet clinic.
2: Tony, on, is your vet attractive? You have not weighed in.
0: Uh, I, well, because I don't know. Because I've only been in the current uh, scenario. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh. So what so about the have... voice, though? What about the voice?
0: I can't even remember the voice. I, don't, I literally mm. can't even remember if it was a man or a woman.
2: Tony, was, you know what? You got to get yourself back out there, buddy. <laughs> okay, these are the things you got to start I'm, being on alert I'm, I'm about. Okay, on I'm working
0: on that. I'm working okay,
1: on okay. That. Tony's secretive. For all we know, he is back out there.
0: I'm, That's I, true, but I feel like I might be this weekend.
3: Ooh, Tony, like are you? Hit- me. I would be Tony, are you hooking up in the time of the Rona? <laughs> no, 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 are you not, having no, a Rona hooking, hookup? Not
0: hooking up. I, I may. I may. Uh, I, I may be having a, a pseudo date with someone. <laughs> uh hang out hang out outside and and uh you know be be safe Ooh. about it but Ooh. so we'll okay,
2: see
1: sweetie we'll we'll we see you we see you <laughs> is this someone you met how'd you meet this person
0: uh on a dating app
3: <gasps> oh look at that <laughs> i didn't know if it was
0: even where i was like it's a dating app stupid right now i don't know and so i just decided to try and,
3: no i've changed yeah. i changed my tender profile to me in a mask <laughs> nice. This is my Tinder profile. Just me and an ass. Listen, I met, I met my love of my life
2: on an app, technically. So there you go. We'll Get on see. there and swipe away, sweeties.
3: <laughs> All right, you guys. While, oh, no, what were you going to say? I hate to say, I have to jet because I haven't walked my dog yet, and I need to go. Oh, okay.
1: Well, um, all right. We will. I'm gonna let you go. So, before you go, tell everyone where
3: they can find you. Oh, you can follow me on the socials at Funny Helen Hong because some other bitch named Helen Hong has my shit. Mm. She's got my handle. Um, so I'm the funny one, Funny Helen Hong, and uh, I am on the final season of Silicon Valley, which I think is free on HBO right now like hbo.com. I think there's You are so funny free. on that show. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, and listen to Go Fact Yourself. Thank you so much, Helen. Bye. 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 Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Listen to Childish. Um, and uh, if you like what you're hearing or I'm tired of saying if you like what you're hearing, even if you don't, even if you're like, I don't care for what I'm hearing. Please subscribe anyway. Uh, Subscribe, subscribe your friends, tell your friends, rate, review, write a nice review, do all that stuff. It helps out the show so much. And also I have been begging, begging is too desperate. I have been, I've been um, admonishing people for not retweeting my tweets about the show enough Uh because I look at the tweets sometimes where I talk about the show and I'm like, this only has like four retweets. What? So please retweet. It just makes it it makes me feel better. Uh and it tells people about the show. All right, there you go. Jackie, where do we find you?
2: So I'm still plugging away over here. Uh Natch Butte is my weekly podcast all about beauty. Um, I have been um, kind of doing solo episodes and not having a lot of interviews, but I've decided, honey, there's no end in sight to this. So <laughs> I've started to do interviews again. I have a really fun interview this week with a woman who owns Marjani Beauty, which is a, um, a beauty boutique um, exclusively selling black owned brands. Um, it's a really great interview. Um, and then honey, we are just rolling the guests out. So definitely listen and subscribe to Natch Butte. I have a Patreon now, Patreon.
1: Patreon.
2: Oh yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> um, and it's we're having so much fun over there. I mean, Allison herself is a. I am. And, she, and I and loved she your T spell. I'm doing another one tomorrow. So we are doing fun stuff over there. I'm having a blast. Um, so check out the Jackie slash Jackie Johnson. And I'm Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram, even though I'm not really posting that much, but you know what? We do our best.
1: Um, I forgot to mention if you haven't listened to my Monday show this week, I had a guest. Um, I had been doing ones with Daniel for a while, which is very, has been very fun for me and I'm, I will continue doing that, but I decided to get back into interviewing and it's Candace Thompson and she's great. So check that one out. Tony, where might we find you?
0: Uh, at Tony Thaxton, Twitter and Instagram, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, and that's it.
1: All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?
2: We had a good time, but
0: now we gotta go.